I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econa Day. Mark, let's start off with last week. It was a mixed bag with economic news, mostly positive. But on Friday, equities dropped into negative territory. That, yes. Uh, what tipped the balance was Friday due to concerns over Ukraine. Uh, it was a partial reversal of the prior week, which was up a very sharp two, more than 2% for most major indices. Uh, stocks dropped on worries about violence in Ukraine and possible intervention by Russia. Also, tech stocks tucked down report as Amazon reported rising costs and slimmer margins. Uh, but equities were mixed on average, and earnings were generally positive for the first quarter. Uh, turning to economic data, uh, for the seventh time in eight months, sales of existing homes contracted. And in very unsettling setback for the housing sector, new home sales fell sharply in March, down 14.5%. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're still trying to figure out whether they're weather-related effects, uh, whether rising mortgage rates are having an impact, and whether uh, a shortage of supply is still having an impact. But uh, clearly, uh, the, the shortage of supply is still having a positive effect on Home prices, according to FHFA, home prices rose a moderate 0.6% in February on a seasonally adjusted basis. Manufacturing, manufacturing's where the positive numbers are. Uh, the latest durable orders numbers were notably positive and topped expectations. Durable orders jumped a monthly 2.6% in March. So we may be seeing a weather-related effect there. And the index of leading indicators, it's just taking off. It's up, it was up a higher than expected 0.8% for March. So weather appears to have had a negative impact on average for the first quarter, but toward the end of the quarter and heading into the second quarter, it looks like it's going to be more positive and we're going to see a rebound. And Ukraine? Ukraine is off and on. And, you know, there, there are days where it appears that detente uh, is the key word and there are other days where it looks like uh, there's internal violence that um, some accuse Russia of instigating. So it's, all you can say, it's off and on. This week, the highlights are going to be the employment report on Friday and the Fed's policy announcement on Wednesday. We'll get a possible hint on employment Wednesday morning with the ADP private employment report. Mark, what do you? How do you use ADP? I I, I use it loosely. It it 
Uh, there, there are times it's on the mark, and there are times it's way off. So, uh, and going into Friday's report, many traders, even though they realize that it's not completely accurate, many traders view ADP as it's the best information we have, so we're going to use it. And uh, coming up uh, for this week, we have a forecast for, well, let me back up. Employment is, even though it's been positive, it's been very sluggish, and uh, the Fed has clearly acknowledged that, but for ADP, uh, the forecast is earning at 210000 So that will be upward from 191000 for March. Uh, essentially, traders are expecting somewhat of a, of a weather-related rebound in April. And given the outlook, the, the upbeat outlook for the uh, second quarter, uh, what are you looking for on the Fed announcement? How is this going to affect Wednesday's uh, uh, Federal Reserve news? Basically, the Fed has announced that there's, uh, there will be taper. It appears there's been a consensus within the Fed that uh, there will be taper of long-term bond purchases for the rest of the year in, in quote-unquote measured steps. And that essentially means a $10 billion reduction after each FOMC meeting. That is, that will occur unless there are exceptional economic data either on the upside or the downside. So tapers on, so, and uh, the Fed forecast for the Fed funds rate, and no one expects a change in the Fed funds rate until next year unless there are exceptional data up or down. So what we will be looking for is the characterization of the economy right now. Fed policy, it's on cruise control, absolutely on cruise control, absolutely. The Fed is clearly on uh, the path of measured steps for reduction or taper in bond purchases, and that essentially means $10 billion reduction in bond purchases after each FOMC meeting. Uh, that is, uh, taper is going to continue in measured steps unless there are extraordinary data either on the upside or downside. Also, the Fed has announced that policy rates are going to remain low for quite some time uh, after uh, the end of taper, uh, though more and more are beginning to believe it's going to be somewhere in the vicinity of six months after the end of taper. You know, there's no guarantee on that. But uh, that means we're going to have to look at not uh, 
the taper comments. There should be no surprise. It should be built in. The rate policy should be built into the markets. So what we want to look at is the characterization of the, the economy, whether the spring rebound is continuing as expected and uh, the characterization of the economy and whether it's improving. So we're really looking for information about the economy with the Fed statement. And uh, turning to economic data, that same Wednesday at 8.30 in the morning, we're going to get uh, first quarter GDP. Now, it wasn't really, this is where we're, we're going to get a, a real look at that uh, weather effect. Is that right, Mark? Uh, absolutely. Expectations are not good. Uh, the G GDP consensus forecast that we have is an annual annualized 1.1% rate that compares to 2.6% in uh, the fourth quarter. Uh, we're looking for a real slowdown, uh, but the consensus is known. It should be built into the markets. Uh, I, I really think what's important is, all right, we know the first quarter is not going to be good. Let's move on. Let's look toward second quarter data. And we'll see some of that uh, important data on Thursday. The next day, we're going to have motor vehicle sales. Yes, that'll be one of the areas where we may see the spring rebound effect from uh, the adverse weather er in earlier months. Uh, sales were really held down in January and February uh, by adverse weather, and we did see a rebound in March. And hopefully we'll see some continued Continued strong levels in April. Uh, currently, markets are expecting a 16.2 million annualized rate in total motor vehicle sales. So, uh, this this is one of the early numbers that come out. It's often forgotten. Everyone focuses on the employment report. But actually, the earliest national number that is really reliable that comes out is the motor vehicles number report. Uh, the, the only problem with those numbers is they trickle out during the day, and you really don't know the final number in, until after the day is closed. But it should set the pace for markets the day after. And the day after is the employment report for April, which, which will give us really significant uh, post-winter uh, weather news. What, uh, the Econoday consensus is for 215,000 non-farm payroll growth, and that would be up from uh, 192,000 growth in March. How is the 200? I know you're, you're, categor you're characterizing the employment uh, or the Fed is characterizing it as sluggish, but we're back or if we meet consensus, and the high-end consensus is 279000 uh, Are we picking up momentum? I think that's the general view, that we are slowly picking up momentum. Uh, 
Uh, we're also going to have to look not just at uh, the normal numbers within the employment report, but Fed Chair Janet Yellen, she's indicated she likes to look at the U6, and that's Labor Department terminology, the U6 measure of underemployment. That includes workers that have become discouraged and others who are no longer looking for work. Uh, so, uh, we basically because of the the Fed stance on policy related to labor market numbers, and they've stated uh, they're not looking just at the unemployment rate. They're looking at a broad picture of numbers, and apparently one of the favorites of Janet Yellen is the U6 underemployment rate. And it edged up last month to 12.7% from 12.6% in February. So, you know, there's more to look at. Thank you very much as always. Mark Rogers of Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.